Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. The cry of our world is for equality. Everybody wants to be treated equally. Well, may I suggest to you today that the most equal thing on earth is the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, only in Christ are all people treated exactly the same. We are all sinners. We all need a Savior. And all who come to God by faith in Jesus Christ become members of the family of God. The Apostle Paul will say that in Christ there is neither male nor female, Jew or Greek, bond or free. You're all one in Christ Jesus. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Someone once said that the ground is equal or even at the foot of the cross. And I love that statement. Well, we've come now in our journey with Jesus to one of my favorite Bible stories. Mark chapter number 7 is the story of the first Gentile convert in the public ministry of Jesus Christ. And it's a reminder that Jesus treats everyone the same and that He desires to work in all of our lives. Uh, I'm a Gentile. If you're not a Jew today, you're a Gentile. And if you're a Gentile, you ought to be praising God that the Lord loves Gentiles. The gospel was to the Jew first, but praise God, it was also to the Greek. The great thing about this woman, though, is not that she's a Gentile. The great thing about this woman is that she was a woman of great faith in God. We read her story in Mark chapter 7, beginning in verse 24, where the Bible says, And from thence he arose, and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and entered into a house, and would have no man know it. And I love this phrase, but he could not be hid. Let me tell you, when the Lord is in the house, he can't be hid. Everybody's going to know it. Remember, he's the one himself who said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, that a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. You see, he is above all, and he is a light, and he could not be hid. The Bible says in verse 25, For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dogs. Now that sounds like a pretty rough response. Uh, he's referring here to the fact that She's not a part of the Jewish nation. Uh, you would think that with such a response, she would get offended and turn away. Jesus wasn't trying to offend her. He's testing her. Listen to her response in verse 28. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. Now there's a parallel record to this story. It's found in Matthew chapter 15 that really gives a few more details that are found in Mark's account. But the, the story is essentially the same. And it's an amazing thing. Here is a woman who comes to Christ with a prayer in her heart. Her prayer seems appropriate. Her need is legitimate. Her tone is desperate. Uh, she, uh, she desperately needs Christ to intervene and she's concerned about her daughter and the great need. Spurgeon said that sometimes 
The answers to prayer are a long voyage because they're carrying heavy freight. In other words, the greatest, the richest answers don't always come quickly. And such is the case with this woman. She asks her request, she makes her prayer, and yet she's not immediately answered. Why? There are several great prayer lessons given to us in this story. Let me point them out to you quickly. First of all, there's the lesson of silence. And sometimes the Lord does not answer quickly. And when God doesn't answer, it doesn't mean He's not going to answer. Uh, he, he wasn't intending on her leaving. Oh no, He knew exactly what He was going to do. His delays are always on purpose. As a matter of fact, in Matthew's account of this same record, the Bible says that He answered her not a word. Uh, the disciples even wanted to send her away, get her out of here. And sometimes there's a period of silence when you're praying. Just know that in the silence, when God is not speaking, He is still working. And then, there's not only a lesson of silence, there's a lesson of worship. She, she's worshiping Him. She's acknowledging His Lordship. She's crying out to Him to do what only He can do. I love this beautiful thought that prayer is not simply getting something from God. It is declaring my own unworthiness and His worthiness. The great essence of real prayer is worship. I'm afraid so many times we treat Jesus like Mr. Fix-It, just to get what we want. It's not about getting your prayers answered first. It's about coming into the presence of a holy God. And so there's the lesson of worship. And then there's the lesson of agreement. Did you hear the two words? Uh, when she says uh, to, when he says to her, it's not me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Instead of arguing with him, what does she do? She agrees with him. Here's the lesson of agreement. She says, yes, Lord. Oh, those are powerful words. You know, if we just lived by those two words today, what a wonderful life it would be. Yes, Lord. Whatever God wants, yes, Lord. Whatever the Lord says, yes, Lord. However He leads me today, yes, Lord. What is she doing? She's agreeing with God. True prayer is always agreeing with God. It's agreeing with God on our need. It's agreeing with God on His sufficiency. It is really a matter of humility. She's saying here to the Lord, Lord, I know I'm not worthy of this. I know that I'm, I'm not one of the family members that can pull readily up to the table, but even the dogs get some crumbs. What faith! She believed even a few crumbs from the master's table would be enough to suffice, enough to meet the needs of her and of her daughter. Now, this is the lesson of agreement. And then, I love this, there's a lesson about perseverance. She just keeps asking. She illustrates the Lord's teaching in Luke chapter number 11 to ask and then seek and then knock. In other words, keep on praying. Keep on seeking the Lord. It was not her cleverness that got an answer to prayer. It was not her convincingness that got an answer to prayer. It was her faith. As a matter of fact, in Matthew's account of the story, Matthew chapter 15 verse 28, Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. Can I tell you what gets heaven's attention today? Can I tell you what gets Jesus' attention? God's attention in prayer? It is one thing. It's not the cleverness of our prayers. It is not our religious form and function, as we've learned already in Mark chapter 7. It is not our going through the motions of so many religious things that impresses God. Rather, it is simple, desperate, childlike faith that cries out to God and says, God, you and you alone can do this. If we lived like this woman lived, I want you to consider today how many amazing prayers 
that we would see answered. How many great miracles we would see performed. You see, our Christ is a prayer-answering Savior. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. It is in His power and it is through His access and on His authority that we come to God and have access to all that God is. I don't know what it is you're dealing with today, what devil it is you're fighting, or what it is that your family member needs, what it is in your life that's driving you to Jesus, but whatever it is, would you come to Him today? Would you not be detoured by His silence? Would you worship Him? Would you humble yourself and agree with Him? And would you persevere in faith? And as you do that, as you obey the principles found in this story in Mark chapter 7, I believe that you too, like this woman, will meet the Lord Jesus and experience His power and prayer. Would you say with this woman today these two words? Yes, Lord. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.